Alright, there is another guest in the studio, and he's just around the corner. Hello, everybody! <laughs> Not again. <laughs> Better put that out, Bala. Yeah, do you realize you have a street vendor out here selling cigars? Do we really? Hey, and there's Mr. a no Detective. soliciting sign. Hey, welcome! Hello, I'm... So Good glad to, see, to you. see you both. You're in another color today. Yes. The, uh, is it based on holidays? Is it based on the day of the week? It's what's, a, what's with the color scheme? It's Happy Visu Day. <laughs> it is the New Year. I'm wearing my New Year flowery shirt. That's very nice. <laughs> Congratulations on your new program. Thank you so yeah. very much. I am so happy. I'm getting phone calls left and right. And you're getting lots of subscribers too. I know. And a lot of obscene emails, too. I oh. don't know what, they, what they're what they trying to get at. But anyway, I am enjoying my newfound fame. Thank you to all of you for giving me my start. Don't forget your roots. That's right. I understand why you didn't want to talk about your book last time. Yes. And I brought it up, too, because of contractual obligations, etc., etc. The book had not been officially released. You made me speechless. I was very speechless after you prayed that. Yes, I knew. It was too early. That's okay. But as you see, what I was baking in the oven all that time was my <laughs> brand new birth child. I'm sorry? <laughs> anyway, it is time for Baba News. I have a few stories hot off the presses today. Is that what they say? Presses? I don't know. The first story is a story out of Gujarat. I don't know where that is. But it is back in the homeland. Oh, yeah. Necessity is the mother of invention. So goes the adage. And it's even truer when it comes to the innovativeness displayed by those who are always on the lookout to make a quick buck. As is the case of the liquor mafia operating in India's only dry state, Gujarat, who have devised a novel way to keep tipplers happy. Do you know what a tippler is? No, I've never heard that word. Have you, Dave? No. Tippler? No. It is a habitual drinker of alcohol. It's also a breed of pigeon, but that is not what I am talking about now. Bob is having a laugh attack. <laughs> oh, I am so funny today. Their modus operandi is simple, but seems to be very effective. They suck out all the juice from inside of the tomatoes using a surgical syringe and then refill them with costly Indian-made foreign liquor. Bingo! Tomatoes that generally retail at 20 to 30 rupees per kilogram, now in their heady avatar, find takers even when sold at 250 to 300 rupees per kilogram. So tenfold because they are stuffed with liquor. What's the conversion rate there, Baba? I think it's four cents per rupee. Okay. I can't do the math beyond that, but that's what it is. Although the Gujarat police is close on the heels of those innovators, air quotes around innovators, but they too are stumped when it comes to identifying the booze-filled ones from the normal ones. Gujarat has been very tough on laws 
on those who are in the illegal liquor trade. Back in 19, no, back in 2009, the state assembly had passed a bill proposing stringent punishment up to death penalty to deal with illicit liquor trade after a hooch tragedy claimed the lives of 130. Do you know what the hooch tragedy Baba, is? just hearing you say hooch is, is worth the whole thing for me. <laughs> a hooch is a bootlegged alcohol person. Or, you know, sort of that sort of thing. Baba did his research before the show. And had a little hooch, it, it sounds like. Hoochie coochie. This next story is very sad. Oh, by the way, the oh, India won the World Cup last week. Oh, good. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. The That's great. Not in, not in soccer, but in cricket. Or cricket. Yes? No. Cricket. But it is a very sad story. Ooh, I should have toned my voice down for the sadness of the next story. Right. I was so happy with the... We were just kind of talking about that. Yes, I heard it on the way in. (laughs) No, I did not. It is a podcast. (laughs) Yes. I miss the elephant. I've been thinking about that elephant that stops people for food. Oh, yes. I've been thinking... I I miss the elephant. I I want to know more about the elephant. Well, I do it. How do I learn more about that? That particular elephant? I will have to do a follow-up story. I don't know. I have not been following it. You have to cough up your bananas or or apples or whatever you have, and then you can go on your way? Yes. I will do an investigative report for you for next time. But this next story is very sad. It is the first casualty of the Indian versus Pakistani uh, cricket fever. The first casualty of the cricket frenzy has been pronounced. It is not a human being, but a sad little parrot that had to forego its life at the hands of its master. The only mistake the psychic parrot did was predict that Pakistan would win the World Cup. (laughs) Explicit. Excuse me. The World Cup 2000... Oh man, the smell's (laughs) traveling over here. Sorry. It smells like a vegetarian makani. Well, it is vid- it is vindaloo curry, so it was very true. It was very close. Ooh, what is this? It's a mint. <laughs> oh, I get it. Have a mint. We could use it. <laughs> I will put this in my mouth after the show because I do not want to choke. <laughs> well, it- neither do we, so make sure you put it in your mouth soon. Not only did... The parrot predicted the win once, but it did the same grave mistake three times in a row. The parrot named Mali did not know that the prediction would lead to touch such a tragic consequence. The owner of the winged fortune teller, Baba, not yours truly, foreseeing that the prediction could hamper his prospects as a fortune teller as well, decided to kill the parrot before it could inflict more damages. There are also rumors doing the rounds that the owner murdered the parrot over fears of fundamentalist elements in India that wants Pakistan to lose the match against India. I hope the parrot rests in peace. Me too. Any questions? Not really. Actually, I do have a question. Yes. Uh, Baba, is that... A title, or is that your name? Or are you kind of running from the law, or... 
Is Baba your name or is that your title? It is. I mean, are you Baba Baba or are you just No, Baba? my name is actually Ganesh Baba. Baba is the almighty thinker, the master of the wide open spaces between the ears. So it's like a title. It's like saying, hey, teach. Right, exactly. Okay. Ganesh Baba. Hmm. And you can find me on Facebook. <laughs> Sorry for the non sequitur. Okay, my next story here is about a high drama as a beginner girl climbing a cell phone tower in protest of getting married. There was a 1975 movie, an action-adventure film, called Cholet. It is considered one of the greatest classic hits in the history of Bollywood. Why do I bring this up? I will tell you. In that movie, Viru, a main character, climbed the water tank to marry Basanti. But, in real life, R-E-A-L, not R-E-E-L, life, the real life incident in Bikanir, a young girl climbed up a cell phone tower not to get married. That was a long way to introduce the story, I realize. The girl, Ashu Bala, age 22, wanted to pursue higher studies and become a member of the Prajapita Bara Kumari Ashram at Mount Abu. Higher studies and then she climbed the tower. Right. Got it. You can see why she wanted to do this. Her parents wanted her to get married soon and she and got her engaged almost three months back. Bala, however, has not been keen with the marriage and on Wednesdays at noon protested against the decision of her parents by claiming the tower from where she threatened to jump if they did not revert their decision. Now that doesn't make a guy feel good at all. <laughs> no. No, no, no. You know, that is a drastic rejection. Can you imagine that? Drastic. Well, soon after her family members and senior police officers rushed to the spot and tried to convince her not to take the extreme step. Bala told the crowd of over 500 people that were standing around that she would come down only if her parents canceled her marriage, a senior police officer in Buckner said. From her father to her neighbors, everybody, tr- everybody tried to convince her to come down from the tower, but the girl was adamant. That's a vocabulary word in language arts that we have this week. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was a 60-feet tower, and she kept threatening that she would jump off the tower if her parents did not agree to her demands. Later, she requested us to call her grandfather on his cell phone, only after her grandfather assured her that nobody in the family would get married against her will, she came down. After the one-hour-long high drama, Bala was arrested and later released. And... Still not married? Married? No, she has moved on to her greater wishes. Okay. Okay, I have one last story. One last story for you. A retired officer had his room cleaned using cow dung water. And chicken tongue. (laughs) Oh, very good. This is a very unusual story. It is a shocking incident. 
the office room and furniture used by a senior government official belonging to a scheduled caste community here, were cleansed by sprinkling cow dung water allegedly by some employee shortly after his retirement from service. A.K. Rakeshaman, retired as Inspector General of Registration on March 31st, has moved to the High State Human Rights Commission seeking an inquiry into the incident. He said that in the complaint that he had reliable information that some employees in the office sprinkled cow dung water all over his tables, chairs, and even inside the office car while by him, used by him while he was in service. I take this not as just a personal insult. This is a humiliation heaped on the social, social, socially depressed classes as a whole. If this is the experience of a person who had held the topmost post in a government department, what would be the situation of ordinary people belonging to the tower, uh, the lower rungs of social strata? He asked the PTI. What has happened here is extremely painful to me. Okay, this story is going nowhere. The cow dung was heaped. Heaped all heaped. over. Heaped all heaped over. Heaped all over. Sprinkled. Heaped everywhere. I am going home now. Okay. This is a long drive for this. There are worse smells. This is yeah. a very unusual mint, Mr. Jackson. Where did you get this? Well, I knew you'd be coming by, you know, sometimes. A mint is in order. <laughs> All right. Thank you so very much, you two. I am going out of here, and I will be back again very, very soon. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Baba? Yes. As always. As always. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>